Welcome to season two of FPM Play, the pop culture podcast for kids and parents, where a father and his six-year-old son discuss movies, TV shows, video games, and everything that kids are into. We have an active discussion about the media that our kids are consuming, and we encourage all parents to do the same. Hello, people. Let's get started. Booyah, booyah, booyah. Hello, people. This is another episode of FB and Play, and this is Second Hero Convention episode. Welcome, Poppy. And it's going to be the you, same Gina. thing as we had the last episode on the first episode. Yeah. And so, I think we're going to have pretty more cool episodes, like, I don't know, like. Mm, like mm, 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 blank, 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 blank. Yeah, so, I don't know. So we have three more interviews for this episode, and, and we'll talk a little bit more about some of the things that we saw at Heroes Con. Um, and next episode, and we're only we're gonna, gonna have one in one Heroes Convention episode. Then we're gonna add in like our Man of Steel review. Yeah. All right. Mm. So uh, and let's remind everybody. Well, with these episodes, we're also launching our next FPM Play contest. Uh, Jacob, our Heroes Con exclusive prize packs. Which what are our, can you tell people about the prize packs that we're giving away? There is white pack. The white cover pack. Yep, and princess pack. The princess pack. So and our, let me tell you one thing: if you're a girl, listen to this, and you hear about the princess pack, is it really a nice princess pack? There's fighting princesses, and there's a ninja princess. So no, 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 no. It's not like oh, prince, save me, save me. That's right. It's it's, it's this is this is these are princesses that are. Good for boys and girls. Yep. Girls will love them because they're cool and they're tough, and boys will love them because they're cool and they're tough. No, uh, girls will love them because there might be romance. <laughs> <laughs> there might be. We haven't finished reading uh, Princeless yet, but um, it kind of kind of goes against that. And, if you, and you know, we have an interview with the writer of Princeless, writer creator of Princess Princeless, Princeless. and uh, you'll get a better idea of why he created it. So and. So, Jacob, how do they enter our contest to win these prize packs? You have to send us an email. If you send us an email, you have, to, you have to send us your name, address. No, 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 your address. Mm. We only need your address after you win. You need your name, mm. your age, age, and where you're from. And uh, one thing you have to say, you have to say, like, I want I want to enter for the white. The white cover pack. And yeah. You, it, it, you if you have, say, it, I wanna come in for like the other pack. Yeah. You have to say what pack you wanna go in, and you can be in two packs if you send up a voicemail. So, so it doesn't matter if you tell us I wanna be in that pack because you know you will, you could win both packs. And Jacob, so I think most people are gonna send us an email, Bobby. Not email, voicemail. Uh, I mean a voicemail. I think most people are gonna send us a voicemail, but the boys don't like that. Don't like princess fighting. They might just send us an email. No, I think the boys will enter both because these princesses are very cool. Yeah. So, um, what needs to be in the message other than that, Jacob? 
what we want, what we're trying to get is listener feedback, right? So we need listener feedback on. Just tell us some stuff that you like. Give us some feedback on previous episodes. Yeah, you could tell us your favorite games, episodes, favorite superheroes, uh, Man of Steel. Uh, yeah, your favorite movie of the summer. Star Trek in Darkness. You could tell us anything. Epic. You could tell us anything. Just what you're you looking forward to, to. Yeah, just you have to tell us what, 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 what you you want to be in one pack. If you send us an email, if you send us a voicemail, you have to say, you, you can just say stuff. You don't need to say if you send us a voicemail. And I hope you got some big listening ears. Yeah, so... Just you know, recap, you can send us an email to feedback at fpmplay.com. on Gmail. No, not on Gmail. We have a new email address. All right, let's do this again. So just to recap. Bobby, could you, what about we say hey, about how, to, how to, you know, send us an email? Yeah, let me do yeah, this real quick. do that. Let me do it, okay? Okay. So just to recap, you can send us an email at feedback at fpmplay.com. You can send us a voicemail by recording a message on your phone or whatever and emailing it to feedback at fpmplay.com. Yes, sir. Or you can call our listener feedback directly at 704-266-2FPM or 704-266-2376. So all that information will be on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash... FPM Play or fpmplay.com. Okay, so Jacob, uh, real quick, before we get into our interviews, one of the coolest things that we saw and that we always see when we go to Heroes Con is the cosplayers. And when we was with Mama the day before, Mama saw like this uh, hero, this pretending hero fight, and they were taking pictures. And like she was like, "Oh, I don't want to be in here. It's so scary because there's all these bad guys. They might be real, not real, and they might be fighting for real. I don't know what to do." And she was like, "Come on, Alex, let's get out of here. This place is too crazy." Yeah, and now. I'm I'm gonna put these pictures up when we post the um, post the start posting the episodes. But do you remember what we saw when we first got to Heroes Con uh, on the first day? No. A lot of people they were dressed in their superhero costumes were all together outside on this big staircase taking yeah, a picture. Yeah, they were on this big staircase. I like there was two people going together, and they two third two were. It was Tony Stark in his suit that I don't like because it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. Yeah. And it it just makes me mad. Yeah, people put a lot of work into these costumes. They're very, very cool. So we're going to have an album on our Facebook page, and we'll put some of them on our Uh our website. And And you can see all the costume people. And you can see all the costumes that we took pictures with. And we gave them all a card that we took a picture with. And and you can figure out... Oh, I already said that. I was going to say, you can figure about... You can figure about... uh, You can see... We can see what, like, Prince Slash and Rockstar Zombie Ninja is about. I don't know what it is about, but, uh, 
I think Prince was in Zombie Rocker. Yeah, we'll get into that because we got those interviews, okay? All right, so let's let's get started with our interviews, Jacob. Um, our first interview of the day was actually with the writer of Princeless. Uh, who's our interview with? Johnny Whitley. Johnny Whitley. We meet again. <laughs> yes, so our first interview is with Jeremy Whitley. And real quick, before we play that, um, we got to the table. We're going to do the interview. And he had a very cool moment in front of us where somebody came to the table dressed up as one of his characters. It was awesome. We got some pictures. We'll put them on the website as well. Uh, and we sent those to Jeremy so he, so he can have those. But here's our interview with Jeremy Whitley, writer-creator of Princeless. Boom! All right, Jacob, we are back, FPM Play. Uh, we're here for our second day at Heroes Con, uh, doing another interview. Jacob, who do we have with us today? Jeremy Whitley. Mr. Jeremy Whitley. And he is the writer of a comic book called Princeless. How are you doing today, Jeremy? Doing great. How are you guys? We're doing great. Thanks for being on the show. Um, Can you give us an idea of of Princeless and and what Princeless is about? Yeah, Princeless is a a story about a um, a young princess who uh, is locked up in a tower by her evil parents so that she can uh, wait for a handsome prince to come rescue her. But instead of uh, waiting around, she decides that she wants to save herself. And uh, she teams up with her guardian dragon and goes off to go save her sisters, who are all similarly locked up as well. Okay. Um, and I, I read the, uh, the free comic book edition uh, last night, uh, which is, kind of served as a nice introduction to the story and, and the characters and stuff. Um, can you give us a kind of overview of, of the different characters and, and uh, kind of you know, their personality traits? Yeah. Um, our main character is uh, Adrian. She is a uh, princess who doesn't really, doesn't really enjoy being a princess. She's not really into balls and dances and being locked up in a tower and things like that. Um, you know, she would rather be able to go out on adventures, but of course, as a princess, there's her you know, parents won't let her do that. Um, and the, I guess the other main character in uh, some of the first issues is her brother Devin, who is sort of the opposite. He's the, the prince who will someday be king, and he really much prefers to do poetry and sewing and art. He's much more into uh, you know, the stuff that his, his dad thinks is frivolous. Um, and other than that, we have our, our guardian dragon, Sparky, who's our, our big pink girl dragon. We have uh, Bedelia, the girl blacksmith, who makes uh, Adrian's awesome armor. And uh, then we get, you know, her, the rest of her family. So several princesses, the uh, not-so-nice not king and the um, kind of enigmatic queen. You don't, you don't get to know a lot about her for a while. So. Very cool. So, Jacob, what's your first question for Jeremy? How did you become interested in making comics? Well, that's, that's a great question. I started, uh, I started out reading comics when I was really young. I you know, picked up a lot of stuff. I was really into the X-Men and Spider-Man. And um, you know, it was one of those things where I, I read them all the time. And then when I, my family moved at one point, we weren't anywhere near a comic shop. I kind of dropped off a little bit. But, um, you know, I still, like, I ended up getting really into writing. That's what I went to college for. And then, um, you know, I, when I went to college, there was an actual comic shop near me again. 
So I started reading stuff there, and I guess at some point I just put it together. I was like, well, I want to write, and I like comics. Maybe I can write comics, and yeah. I guess that was <laughs> that was the beginning of it anyway. How did you start creating comics as a job? Um, well, it's a, it's a tough thing, because I'm still... I'm still at this point not making enough money to for it to be like my full-time job. I still, uh, you know, I, I watch my daughter during the day and I do some part-time work for my comic book shop. Um, but I do, um, you know, what we did was I basically, I had this book that I'd self-published and I was carrying it around with me and taking it to conventions like this one. And actually at this, this same convention, Heroes Con, um, I guess two years ago, I bumped into... Uh, the guy who's now my editor had a table next to me and um, he liked my book they were setting up a new comic book company and uh, he just you know asked me if I was interested in picking it up um, I had kind of lost my artist at that point so he set me up with a new artist and um, I've been kind of doing this ever since and from there it's just kind of meeting new people and new companies and contacting people and getting to know the um, you know people that are doing what you want to do and finding out how they got into it, talking to the people that can get you there. So Yeah. So right now you're working on uh, kind of creator-owned stuff. Um, have you thought about it or, you know, looked into working into kind of hired hired work as well? Yeah, absolutely. I've done some, um, you know, some work for licensed stuff with Action Lab. Um, we have a, a book coming out that's uh, based on the... Um, NFL TV series that they have now. Right, right. I think it's um, on uh, Nickelodeon or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So we've uh, we've been working on that. I've written some issues for that, and that's uh, that's been pretty fun. Um, and I'd love to, you know, do some stuff with some bigger companies like uh, Marvel. Especially has always been a favorite of mine. But you know, Marvel, DC. We've got a my friend Jason and I have a pitch we're putting together for Image, and I've got another one I'm putting together for Dark Horse. So hopefully that'll be something that. Uh, I am doing in the future. So, nice, nice. What has been your favorite work so far? My favorite one that I've done, or that I've read of somebody else's. That that you've done. Um, I think it's definitely Princeless. Like this, uh, this first book especially was. Um, it was something that when we started out, like nobody had really heard of it. We didn't have very good order numbers on our first issue, and um, you know we didn't really know where to go from there. So we just kept talking about it. We kept putting it in people's hands, and it's it's gathered this really like loyal fan community. Um, that's you know it's still not nearly as big as say the number of people that order Avengers in a month, but. Right. Um, you know they're they're really loyal. They're really into it, and I think that's that's as cool as having a lot of fans. It's just having a you know a couple thousand who are really excited about it. Yeah, uh, and that's one of the things when we were kind of going around uh, at Heroes, um, when we we're looking at kind of our mix of interviews, we wanted to definitely you know we saw some books that we wanted to call out to our listeners that say hey you know everybody knows about kind of the big two and these superheroes but there's some really good stuff out there that you guys need to be checking out um so we saw princeless you know it definitely struck a chord with us and that's why you know we just had to have you on the show oh i appreciate that yeah it's i i made it largely in a lot of ways like i wanted it to be something that was um 
that was different from what's available, like that filled a gap that I really wanted, you know, a books to be like that. Um, and I didn't feel like there were enough books that like I could share with my daughter and right. really feel good about it. Um, and, uh, you know, I wanted to create that book that I would feel good about sharing with her. So that's awesome. Awesome. Uh, Jacob, you have another question? What are you working oh, wait, wait. on? Let's go to the next one. Where did the idea uh, for consciousness come from? Um, it's come from a couple different places. Like, um, a lot of it is from reading comics and uh, loving comics and feeling like there aren't a lot of things out there that, like, I would feel good about sharing with my daughter. Like, um, you know, there's a lot of comics that are either a little a little rough and super violent right now or that, you know, don't treat women particularly well. Right, right. Um, and that, you know, my, my daughter is black, so I wanted to have something that she could actually see herself reflected in, you know, because mm-hmm. I want to be able to, to share that with her. Because um, I know a lot of, like, my wife's sisters, like, never never gotten into comics, never really been interested, but, you know, I've, I've shared this with them, and, like, suddenly this is the first comic they've ever read. They're really into it, you know, and it's just a, a matter of, like, there's never, there's not anything to speak to a lot of people out there. It's the same types of people that are making comics and they're making it for their type of people a lot of the time they're reflecting their experience a lot so you know I've, I've, I wanted there to be something different and something that at the same time I, I had this moment like when I uh, realized that you know my, my wife was pregnant and that we were going to have a daughter that I was just like what am I going to get her like because there's just you go into the store and there's just this pink aisle full of just frilly stuff and I'm just like I don't think Sleeping Beauty is a very good role model like she you know all she does is sleep and uh, she's just even incapable of actually being protected successfully in the story so I wanted a a girl who could stand up for herself and uh, you know be able to fight her own battles and do her own adventures and you know so that's that's what I want my daughter to be like, so that's the kind of the character I created. So. Yeah, and she's definitely the very opposite of Sleeping Beauty. Um, and Absolutely, it, it's a, it's a fun it's a fun cast. So, uh, um, you know, definitely appreciate you uh, you know, putting this together, and, and uh, glad that we we're able to talk to you, and hopefully, you know, get some of our listeners to become fans of Prince Les as well. Yeah, um, and it's. Um, it's much easier to find now. We've been slowly getting into the different channels. So you can go on to like Comixology and check it out. The free comic book day book is on there for free. Okay. So, uh, you know, you can read that same book and all the other stuff is available there if you like that. And, um, it does come out through comic stores and hopefully like libraries and bookstores can get at least the collected editions of it. So. Okay. Um, and so where, where can our listeners find you online? Um, online, you can find me. Um, you know, I'm on Twitter. It's uh, jrome58, so J R O M E five eight. And then um, uh, I actually have a Tumblr specifically for Princeless, so it's all it's all ages, which is not something you can say about everything on Tumblr. And uh, it you know keeps people updated on the, the series. And it's just uh, princelesscomic.tumblr.com. Okay, great, great. 
Well, uh, we really appreciate you being on the show, and uh, we'll definitely stay in touch and keep up with Princeless. So, oh, uh, it's been my pleasure. Thank you, Jake. Can you say thank you? Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, so that was a great interview. Uh, learned some very cool things. He's a very cool guy. Princeless, I think, is probably one of the gems of the convention, right? Because I didn't know about the book, didn't know uh, what it was about going in, uh, but they had a, a very cool free comic book day issue that was mixed with Molly Danger. We had the Jamal Eigel interview um, last, last episode. You know, uh, let me tell you something. Tell me. Uh, you know what was the same in all of uh, at all of the booths? What's that? That they were selling something. Yeah, well, people want. I mean, when you go see some of the, these writers and artists, they want you to you know buy their stuff. I mean, that's what they're there for. It's like you can meet them, you can get stuff signed. And, and if you, you didn't, get if you comics. didn't, right? And if if you didn't bring your own comics, then you can buy some right there at the table uh, and get it signed by the creators, which is really cool. Um, but Princeless, that first free comic book day, I think you can actually download it. That's probably in the, in the interview. You can download it digitally for free. Check it out. Um, we do have it in our prize pack. And um, you know, go to the website, check it out. All the stuff will be in our show notes. But it's a very, very cool book. All right. So that was our interview with Jeremy Whitley. Jacob, who was our next interview with? Steve Conley, who got the idea of Blue. Don't, don't, no, don't give away what's in the interview. We're going we're gonna to roll that. Uh, but yeah, Steve Conley, he's the creator of Bloop. Another another great creator. He was super nice. Had a good time. Can I say something? <laughs> you going to apologize for what you were doing during the interview? No, I'm going to say uh, sorry for doing the interview thing. And here's the other thing. And the interview thing was yawning. Jacob was really tired at that time. Yeah. So a couple because like because the it was the second day of the convention, and I I got my Minecraft sword, uh, and I was like hitting Poppy on the head like he was. Well, you got the Minecraft tired. sword after the interview, but at this point you were just kind of getting kind of tired. Anyway, what's the what's the other thing you want to say before we roll the interview? Uh, that uh, uh, what was it? I'm just going to say it after the interview. Okay. Okay. See if you can remember. All right. So, Jacob, here is our interview with... Steve Conley, that red-headed bloop. Let's listen to it, Poppy. Jacob, we're here at FPM Play, back at Heroes Con 2013, doing another interview. Jacob, who do we have with us today? Uh, it's on your sheet. <laughs> Jacob, who do we have with us today? Steve Conley. Yes, Mr. Steve Conley. Steve, how are you doing today? Fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for being on the show. Um, so, Jacob, what's your what's your first question then? How did you? Oh, let's try that one again. <laughs> how did you become interested in making comics? Uh, I've always drawn. It's uh, it's something you could always do. You just needed a pencil and a piece of paper, and so I've done it my whole life, uh, and uh, that's how I got started. It was just something, you know. I grew up in a kind of a poor neighborhood, in a poor kind of a poor family, and you know, one thing you could always have is paper and pencils. Yeah. What kind, what kind of things did you draw when you were a kid? 
superheroes usually. I think I think I did one little funny animal strip maybe when I was a kid, but it was almost always superheroes. I, I grew up on Marvel, uh, Spider Man, and Fantastic Four things like that, and I I always drew uh, comics like that. Yeah. Who was your Who was your favorite? Spider Man by far. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> it's been a long day, huh? Yeah. <laughs> A long con. con con fatigue Jacob's like now now being introduced to con fatigue um, Jacob what's your next question for, for Steve how did you start creating comics as a job uh, that's a great question and very well asked it was uh, I, I started uh, self-publishing uh, like 20 years ago now I've been at this for a while I was an uh, editor of my college newspaper so I was always already comfortable working with printers and things like that so it kind of seemed like a no-brainer just to print your own books. And I started printing my own books, and that's, uh, that's how I got into it. <laughs> um, so so what, was your, what was your first work that you uh, worked on? I self-published a book called Avant-Garde, and then one called Astounding Space Thrills, and I've been doing it since. Okay. What has been your favorite work so far? Uh, it's... <laughs> It's uh, uh, the, My favorite one so far is Bloop. It's what I'm working on right now. It's about a little space monkey. Uh, there's a webcomic, so it's free to read online over at bloopstree.com. And uh, it will be a book next month. We had a Kickstarter, and the Kickstarter was successful. And it's taking me a while to finish the book, but now it's finally going to the printer. So in about three or four weeks, I'll have the book in my hands and so will my readers. Nice, nice. Uh, so um, how, how long is it? Like a graphic novel size? Or how many pages? This is one it? is uh, it's 24 pages of story. Okay. I work very slowly. I, 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 you know, uh, I've done a lot of work in the, in the meantime. Like I did a cover for Adventure Time. I just did one for Fiona and Cake, one for uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, so I am kind of distracted with, with better paying jobs than my own self-published work. But... Uh, uh, it's taking me a while, but it's 24 pages. The book itself is going to be cool because it's going to be 10 by 15 in hardcover. It's going to be oh, like, nice. a, like a large children's book size thing. A really great paper, nice and big, so the art will be huge, and it's going to be cool. Yeah, well, one of the things I noticed when I was looking at your artwork um, is that it's very detailed. You know, it's just a lot to kind of take in. So that larger size will definitely definitely help with that. Yeah, and I want to, as much as it's free online, I kind of want to have, you know, it's kind of, I wanted to make a comic that, you couldn't get online. You know, your, your yeah. computer screen's not big enough. Right, right. You know? It's not the same experience at all. Right, right. So paper should hopefully win this round. <laughs> yeah, I think in this case it will. <laughs> I mean, the 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 coloring, uh, do you have a colorist that's working with you? No, or it's is, that, is that you? Yeah, okay. it's all me. That's why it takes so long, too. Yeah, because the, the color is very rich. The, you know, the art is very detailed. Um, so, you know, when I was, I was looking at it yesterday, that larger size is definitely going to benefit it. Cool. Um, so very J- nice of you to say. Jacob, you had a question that you didn't put on your sheet um, about how long it took. Do you remember? How long did it take to make blue? Well, the question was, the original question when we were talking yesterday was, he wanted to know how long it does it take you to create one of the pages because of that detail. Right, it takes about a week, a full week, of maybe 40 hours. Like I, I do I do a lot of, I start over again, like sometimes I'll start drawing the, the page and if I don't like how it's going, I will redraw it. I, the, I, the first page of the book I redrew maybe 10, 15 times. I mean, oh, wow. seriously, so many times. Uh, I was getting grief from some of my friends in the cartooning business to say, just just, just go with that one, just go with that one. I'm like, no, no, I really want it to be great. I really want the tree to feel real. I didn't want to feel like the guy standing next to cardboard cutouts of trees they had a feel real the whole the story is about this monkey is looking for the perfect tree and then when he finds it this uh, company lands and wants to build and tear the forest down so the forest had a really matter people you know you had to look at the forest and go oh oh, i don't want anyone to hurt that right and so i had to put all that effort in i think 
Yeah, well, the um, and you know we'll we'll link to the website and everything on our show notes. But when you see the tree when he finds it, I mean that tree really is the perfect tree. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. Um, very, very nice here. So you you can tell that you know the 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 effort kind of paid off. That you know that that, that you know it gives you that emotional hook of there's a reason that you know he's now satisfied that he's found this tree and this is the tree that he needs to protect. Thanks. Is that ban- bananas? Huh. Bananas. Oh, if it had bananas <laughs> on the tree. I don't know if alien monkeys eat bananas. They might. Oh, they do. They do. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. It's not a banana tree. That's maybe what he's. He should definitely find one though. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be his next tree. Yeah. Um, and now he has a he has a, a friend. Uh, there's another character in the book that's become pretty popular. Yeah. The, um. They, he 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 first meets this little critter named Tomo, who's this kind of. Um, uh, Bloop doesn't talk in the story, but Tomo doesn't shut up, so it's kind of a good team of people. And uh, so a lot of the di- all the dialogue goes to Tomo, but along the way they meet this other little dude named Glom, who got popular on, on the Facebook on Bloop's Facebook page. And it shows like this, where I'd have a drawing of him on the table, and, and you know people are like, "Who's he? Who's he? Who's he?" And so because of the reaction to him, his appearance gets pushed up forward in the book so in this first book you'll see him in there it's a, he was actually not going to appear to the second act but he's so he's proven so popular i was like oh no reason why i shouldn't yeah that's cool and that, that that was the character that when we saw the artwork we immediately gravitated towards him as well cool uh, so that's very cool uh jacob go ahead with your next question where did the idea for a bloke come from Bloop was a, a little character in, a, in a, another comic I had done uh, called Astounding Space Thrills. It was one of my earlier self-published books. And he was this little background character. And uh, maybe 10 years ago, I tried to do some animation online. And I was going to try to animate Astounding Space Thrills. But if you've ever tried, animating people's really hard. Yeah. It's like why Pixar characters, the best animated characters don't look like people. They kind of look like versions of people. Right, right, right. Cartoons of people. And so because animating people's hard, I decided to animate Bloop. And so that kind of made him the star of the story. And the reason he didn't speak was because I didn't want to move his mouth. I didn't want to <laughs> lip sync. And so uh, those were little holdovers that, you know, I also like, uh, if, the, if you've seen the Wallace and Gromit cartoons from yeah. Hardman, uh, I like how much they can do with uh, Gromit, who doesn't speak. And I thought, uh, I tend to ramble when I'm writing, I think. I, t- I think I tend to overwrite. And so having a character who didn't speak was going to give me a chance to force me to pull back a little bit on too much dialogue. Right, right. Um, that's that's interesting. The uh, kind of inspiration. That, yeah, you know. yeah it, it was weird that it just went that way. And then I had fun drawing him. And for, for like five or six years, I didn't draw him. I didn't draw him at all. I kind of felt like I drew him. But it, you know, sometimes you draw. If if you try to draw someone else's character, sometimes you go, Oh, I don't know how to draw SpongeBob exactly. There's something wrong about it. I was drawing him, and it felt the same way. I felt like I don't know him yet. Yeah. And what, about a year and a half ago, two years ago, I was drawing him, and because I just kept practicing and practicing and practicing, I got to the point where I drew him. I'm like, Oh, that's him. And I recognized him, and it's like, okay, that's it. I finally figured out how to draw my own character. Right. And so that's when I really pushed this forward. And, and then the Facebook page that I created for uh, Bloop took off, and that kind of has helped me realize I got to do this now while it's got a fan base. Very cool. Um, and yeah, one of the things that we that we've been trying to do, one of the reasons we you know we want to talk with you is um, for our listeners. You know, we we've we know that they kind of know about the big two and a lot of superhero stuff but there's a lot of great kind of creator-owned independent work that's out there um, that we want to you know, expose people to so when we saw Bloop you know it fit perfectly with kind of what we were uh, looking for and what we know our listeners are looking for and so. I like you know, big robots space aliens yeah those are the bad guys right? absolutely yeah there's a and it, that, that it wasn't meant that 
the, the that what Bloop is for the girls and Robo Robots are for the boys. But it, it's kind of like that's the two camps. Although Glom, it seems to be popular among everybody. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Jacob, do you have any more questions? Uh, are you gonna make like any other stories to for like for Bloop to like? To continue on. Absolutely, absolutely. This is the first book of three for this story, and then after that, there'll be another story with a lot of the same characters. So yeah, there's hopefully I get to do this for uh, a long time. That's a great question, Jacob. So now, where can where can people find the book? Uh, they can find it online. Everything is online. It won't go through comic book shops. This is this was a the Kickstarter funded. This this is an art book, and they're not printing millions of them. There's going to be a small print run, mm. and it'll be available from the website. And uh, at shows like this. So I will be at the Baltimore Comic Con. I'll be at SPX. I will be at... Wow. Um, uh, they can check the website for the full list of conventions. Okay. But available online. Yeah, and I remember, I think on the website, it's in the top right-hand corner. It has, like, kind of events and everything. So yep. just, you know, click on there, and you can get that listing uh, of where Steve's going to be and where you can pick up the book. Um, so, Steve, thank you so much for, for being on the show. Thank really, you so much. Really appreciate it. Um, and uh, our FPM Play listeners, we've got to check out Bloop. All right, Jacob, can you say thank you? Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Wow, that was a great interview. Ba-bam! Yeah, I'm so just going to say bam after every interview. Okay. All right, so big thanks to, to Steve Conley. He's a really cool guy. Thank um, you. And this was an interview that your mom found for us, and uh, I think one of the reasons it kind of caught her eye at first was his last name is Conley, and your middle name is... Conley! Yeah, so you guys got a little shared history there. So he's a really cool guy. Boom! No, it's great. <laughs> it was a great interview. You know, you yawned a few times. Um, Bloop but is, it was Bloop is a very good. cool character. Artwork is amazing. Artwork is amazing. Uh, the book that's coming out that you talked about um, looks really cool. Uh, it, so, you know, big thanks to, to Steve for that interview. We had a really good time and uh, look forward to talking to him again in the future. All right, J- Jacob, our last interview of the day was with... Is Dustin Harbin. Yeah. Dustin Harbin was a good friend of his, and he was like, Did you? and he always asked him, did you write? Did you read? Did you read? Did you read Bonya? Did you read Bonya? Did you read Bonya? Yeah, so Dustin worked at uh, Heroes Aren't Hard to Find in Charlotte. He said that he, the interview, Poppy Water said that now. Let me finish. Um, and that's where, I, that's where I met him and um, you know, helped kind of put the show together. And Yeah, Dustin, he, he got me to read Bone, and uh, little did he know, and this, this isn't an interview, but... Um, because he got me to read Bone, I then passed it on to your grandmother's fifth grade class um, when she was teaching fifth grade. And there was a whole bunch of kids that, that have come to her class that have learned about Bone and started reading Bone. So um, because of his persistence, making sure that I read it, it actually spread it out to a whole bunch of people. And Bone is a fabulous, fabulous book if you have not read it. Um, fabulous. So, fabulous. I was going to say fabulous, but Poppy cut me off. You evil Poppy. Yeah. All right. So, Jacob, um, let's get into our interview with Justin Harbin. Boom, baby. 
All right, Jacob. We're still here at Heroes Con 2013. We got another interview for us. Jacob, who do we have on the show with us today? Dustin Harbin. Yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Dustin, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Thank you for being on the show. I like your, uh, just noticing he's wearing a t-shirt with your logo on it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and Jacob, can you tell Dustin where the name of the show came from? I think he'd be interested in that. I'm ready. Where, where did FPM play? Where did that name come from? It came from, it didn't really came from everything, anything. It was just something he just made up. Doesn't stand for anything. He just thought it sounded cool. Really? He just picked the letters FPM out. How about FPM play? Exactly. All right. We need to make up something that FPM stands for. Yeah. I, he, he said that we should have a contest where we name or people can kind of write in and tell us what FPM should stand that's for. That's a great idea. Yeah, that should be. What would they win? What would the, the winner of the contest get? Would he get that fresh headset you're wearing? Because that thing is ridiculous. What do you think? The, what do you think the winner should get? Maybe we could send him an FPM Play t-shirt. How about that? Yeah. Or we could send him like a different cool prize or something. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right. So, um, Jacob Dustin is a comic book artist and writer. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. All together. All sure. together. Um, he does a lot of original work. Um, and you have a, a series of questions here. So let's get started with your questions, and then you know I'll jump in whenever I can. What's your first question? For How did you become interested in making comics? Well, where I met your dad, uh, Andres, uh, years ago I used to work at a comic book shop, uh, the one that puts on this convention, and uh, surrounded by comics all the time, you just eventually decide to try it yourself. So, um, how long have you been drawing? Because I, you know, uh, I always have kind of drawn, but only in the last like maybe eight to ten years have I really like paid more attention to it, like done it more, yeah, more more uh, uh, studiously every day. But I've always kind of drawn. Yeah. Well, you have a you have a very cool, very unique style. Oh, thank um, you. And it's it's funny because you know, like I I knew you for a few years before I saw any of your work, and when I saw it. It, it, so much of your personality comes through on the page. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, that thank was, you. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, that's that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah, I mean, it was clearly Dustin. If nobody had told me, you know, who drew that, I was like, that looks like Dustin could draw that. Right, right. So, uh, I really like it. So, Jacob, what's your next question? How did you start? speak up? Speak up a little bit. Yeah, Jacob, speak how up. You, how do you start creating comics as a job? Oh uh, well. I worked for Shelton, who runs Heroes Are Hard to Find, until 2010, when I perhaps foolishly decided to quit and do this full time, um, which means that I work at home and I do illustrations and I do concept work for cartoons, and then occasionally I make comics. But those don't those don't really pay a lot of bills, so it's mainly the other stuff that I I do like drawings for magazines and stuff to pay bills, and then I do comic books on the side. So, so what kind of things have you have you done um, with the, the magazines and the concept art and stuff? Uh, a lot of times it's spot illustrations, so it'll be like an article. Someone's doing an article about something, so I'll do like a specific drawing to, to go with that article. Uh, and with the cartoon stuff, there's not a lot I can talk about because they're always secret. It's always like a, a developing project. Right, right, right. Um, but it's generally like coming up with concepts, which means like you figure out uh, how the character designed and why and what... Um, 
you know, like if they have cool boots, why do they have these cool boots? Is right. there a story behind them and what do they look like, colors and all that kind of stuff, which is it's pretty fun uh, work. When it's a good idea, it's fun. When it's not a very good idea, it's not quite as fun. Right. The, the, the imagination juices just don't flow the same way. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, yes. Jacob, you have a question? Uh, what has been your favorite work so far my favorite work you mean a favorite drawing or favorite comic or favorite job favorite work that, you, that you've done project that you've worked on um, you know I uh, I recently did a thing where um, where I drew a bunch of animal heads for this magazine or this comic in England um, where it was just a guy, just a whole, I just, it was like a little man body and then these giant, like a rhino and an elephant and a flamingo and all this. And it was really fun to draw all those animals. I like drawing animals a lot. So that was probably my favorite in the last year or so. That's cool. Um, so for your, for your personal stuff, what kind of, what kind of projects are you working on? Um, I haven't done as much personal stuff lately, but the, um, like I've been working on some stuff for some gallery shows. Um, I'm doing uh, something right now that's really insane for a um, a show in LA called Space not a TV show like a gallery show yeah so it's this very it's this giant piece of paper with a little tiny astronaut on it and then I'm cross hatching the background so it looks like stars oh wow but it takes weeks and weeks and weeks of just mindless work but I mean it looks really cool when it's done it'll be great but it's it's driving me bonkers right now how long how long have you been working on that uh, probably like a solid week um, into the wee hours at night, and then I'll probably all next week as well. So oh, very cool. And where and where's that going to be displayed? Um, it's at a, a gallery called um, Gallery 1988. Wait, is it Gallery 1988? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gallery 1988. There's a couple galleries like it that yeah. all have similar names. There's Gallery Nucleus, and there's I Am Eight Bit Gallery. They all kind of do the same thing. Gallery 1988 in LA in. Uh, in a couple weeks that show will start nice nice we'll have to definitely link to that on the website awesome um do you like astronauts jacob yes do you like space yes do you like dinosaurs yes that's the kind of stuff i like to draw astronauts and dinosaurs and that that's right up his alley yeah all right Jake, what's your what's your next question there what are you working on now Oh, well, I'm working on that space thing right now, and then I'm getting ready to start a longer comic that I'm still kind of planning out. I'm planning out a, a longer comic. I'm going to start on a, a long book about dinosaurs uh, that'll come out next year. Very cool. Uh, and this is your own, like, kind of creator-owned story? It's, I don't know that it's creator-owned. I mean, it kind of is, but it's a, um, it's for, it's like in the same vein as that drawing I did with all the dinosaurs on it. Yeah, but yeah. It's like a, a kid's book of it, so it's just like a progression of those dinosaurs in a folding book. Um, so it's like for a regular book publisher, so there's an advance, and a, I think I, I think I have the rights to it, but probably not right away. Like it's, it's a regular book deal. Gotcha. So that'll be available like in, on Amazon and bookstores, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think I think uh, in mid 2014 is when that'll come out, depending on how long it takes me to draw it. Yeah. All right. Very cool. Uh, Jacob, do you have any more questions for Dustin before we wrap up? 
can listeners find you online? Oh, well, well, Jacob, they can go to www.dharbin, like Dustin Harbin, but dharbin.com. D-H-A-R-B-I-N.com. Cool. And we'll, we'll link to that in the show notes. Sweet. So, Jacob, can you say thank you to Dustin for being on the show today? Thank you. Thank you, Jacob. It was fun. Hey, uh, thanks a lot, guys. And good luck uh, figuring out what FPM stands for. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to let you know. Yeah, yeah, I want to know. All right. Thanks All right. a lot, Dustin. Thanks. All right, bye. So that was our interview with Dustin. Really cool guy. Appreciate the interview. Boom, baby. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was a very fun interview. Check out his work at his website. Again, it's on the, we- it's on the show notes. This um, was the last interview. And, and you, you know, I, counting. yeah, and I think, you know, I love his style, and I think I really want to get him to do a, a FPM play sketch of us so we can have it on our website and everything. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be really cool. And I wish he would, couldn't make, like, a beard on you, and, and, and it would show, like, a little book in you, and you would, like, and it would, like, flip, 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 until you're an old man, and I would be, like, a grown man. I want him to do a FPM play sketch with us you know the fpm play logo and everything in there but us with some dinosaurs and stuff like maybe we're riding dinosaurs that would be kind of cool yeah it would be funny if he just made like a lot of different or maybe stuff. dinosaur versions of us like recording the podcast how cool would that be you just make like a lot of sketches of us yeah it would be nice if you like made a sketch of me uh if I had a head, but a dinosaur body, I could just eat. I could just say, quiet, Bobby. I'll get these claws out. Yeah. All right, Jacob. So that that's our second Heroes Con 2013 episode. Heroes Con. Heroes Con. Well, that's a wrap on, on our professional creator interviews. Um, so we have the interviews. Uh, don't forget the contest. All the information's contest, up on our Facebook page, on our website. Um, and let's say what what you can do again. Let's just say what you can do again if they... All right, I'm going to run through it real quick. Ready? Here we go. We have the princess list back and the white, uh, Co- white the cover. cover back. And then if you send us an email, you have to tell us which pack you want to be in. And then if you send us a voice email, you can be in two. You You'll can be automatically in both packs. Books. Yep. So... Um, Here's how you here's how you, how you enter the contest. Okay, so just like Jacob said, uh, email message will get you one entry. Tell us which one you want to enter. If you get a voicemail, you automatically enter into both. Okay, so you can send us an email message at feedback at fpmplay.com. You can record a message on like a smartphone or uh, your tablet or whatever on your computer and email it to feedback at fpmplay.com, and that'll get you two entries or that'll put you in the in the entries for both packs. Or you can send us a, a call, our listener feedback line, and leave us a message at 704-266-2FPM or 704-266-2376. So to enter this contest, we're looking for listener feedback. So listener feedback uh, can be what, Jacob? Anything. Anything, really, right? So what's your favorite book, movie, TV show? My movie. My favorite movie is Man of Steel. Yeah, and we'll get into Until that. Until they show. No, we'll get into that in, in our review. Stop. Um, so if you watched, if you saw Man of Steel, send us some feedback on that. Any other summer movies? What's your favorite one? What are you looking forward to? What TV shows? Future episode ideas. If there's any episodes that, that, you know, hey, we want you guys to talk about this, send us that too. All that qualifies, right? So like Jacob said, anything. So, Jacob, 
Episode 2, Heroes Con 2013, in the books. Jacob Bell! Boom. <laughs>